What's up, Boston? How you doing, my man? Pretty good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing well. So welcome, everybody, to the uh, Lower Antonio Sports Talk podcast show where where Austin and I cover NFL and NBA-related topics. I'm your host, Lower Antonio. Today on our show, we're going to talk about the Sutton uh, resignation of Magic Johnson as the Lakers president of basketball operations for the Lakers and for the NFL show. Lots to cover there. We, the preseason schedules have been released, so we'll break that down for all of our teams, and we'll go from there. So first off, let's start off with the NBA show and start off with some breaking news of, of the day that yesterday Magic Johnson stepped down as the Lakers president of basketball operations, and Rob <laughs> Palenka just stepped down as the Lakers general, and, and, and Rob Palenka is going to remain as the Lakers general manager. Well, let's start off with the, Urban Ma- the Magic Johnson resignation. So what were your thoughts there? Well, look, I'll start by saying this. It came as a complete shock to me. And in the fashion that Magic stepped down was pretty disappointing to me. I expected better of him. There's no way of sugarcoating this. I mean, I mean, he just – he up and quit on the Lakers. He, he, quit, uh, he quit his franchise and he wasn't – he couldn't even face Jeannie Buss to tell him that he quit. In the, in the, when he was addressing the media, he was talking about Jeannie, saying that she doesn't even know he was standing there and she didn't even know he was quitting his job. He followed that up by saying, somebody's going to have to tell my boss because I knew I couldn't be face-to-face and tell her. That's pretty disappointing to me that he feels that he can't talk to Jeannie in that way. And I know it's because he, he felt guilty and, and, he was, and he was sad to leave the Lakers like this because of how much he cherishes this franchise. But it, it came as a complete shock to me. And the Lakers are in some big trouble, especially when it comes to this offseason because now they're going to have to find a new guy and – it's all up in the air right now, and that management is, is just a complete mess right now. Yeah, it's it's a mess right now, but I know Jeannie will find the right resources and people for this Laker team because you know how much I love this organization since I was five years old. And this is this is my lifelong favorite team, favorite professional sports team in all of sports in the Lakers. And it's just I'm just disgusted that they're not going to be in the playoffs for six years in a row. And I think it's just, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And give me your thoughts now about Rob Polinka remaining as the Lakers general manager since we got news today that uh, he's going to stay as the Lakers general manager. As of right now, I, I don't have much of a problem with it. They, him and Magic might not have been a great fit together. That's, that's the good news of all this is that maybe now the Lakers can get someone who's more committed to the job than Magic Johnson because Magic Johnson, as he loved the Lakers and he loved, he had fun doing it. He still, there was reports saying that he just, he wasn't ever fully committed to the job. He was often traveling away from the team. His office hours were limited. He didn't do a lot of scouting. And there was even times where people said that Rob Polinka would just joke around when he comes to the office, like, Hey, where's Magic Johnson? But so, so now maybe they could bring in a guy who, who, who could be more committed to the job and put more time into it because Magic Johnson, he, as he said in his, in his interview, he, he missed doing what he did on a normal day basis. He missed being Magic Johnson. And, and I think that him and Rob Polinka didn't work that well together. Um, you, you look at their track record, and yes, Magic was there for, for a couple of years, and, and in those years he was able to get the greatest player in the world right now on that team and LeBron James, but other than that, he wasn't able to recruit anyone else. And, and the players, it's hard for the players right now to, com- to commit to this Lakers franchise because 
half the half the roster is on one year contracts and they're not in a long term commitment with the Lakers. So it was just a horrible situation over there with everything that was going on from the Lakers players, their contracts, and then Magic's lack of, uh, I'd say, lack of involvement in the management position. So this could be a good thing for the Lakers, but in the short run, this is not good at all. And it's going to really kill them this offseason when this is going to be a crucial one that they're going into and they have to get a big name free agent to pair with LeBron James because they can't afford to miss the playoffs again. The, the Lakers fans are fed up and we're six years and counting now on not making the playoffs. If this turns into seven, there, there's going to be some serious talks in that front office of, I mean, what the hell is going on? Oh, absolutely. As a lifelong Laker fan myself, I'm impatient about the Lakers not making it back to the playoffs. What I want from the Lakers they can make the playoffs all they want. They can make it to the Western Conference Finals, but the standard of Laker basketball is championships. <laughs> and that's what I said every time. I, that's what I said ever since I became a Laker fan. This team is about championships. Yes, the purple and gold, they're accustomed to being the championship. And this six-year drought, it, 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 the NBA is better when, when the Lakers are in the playoffs. <clears throat> And absolutely, and with them missing the playoffs year after year, it's 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 really killing Lakers fans, and it's killing morale in that front office. It's killing morale in the roster. Something's got to give here, and it's got to happen this off season. And now it's going to be a lot harder to do. It's going to be a lot harder to do, man. So you're you're right about that. So now that being said, let's go now into our Lakers 2018-2019 season in review. So what went right? was the first two months of the season when the Lakers were off to a very good start. Looked like they were going to be a top five team in the West. But since the LeBron injury and since all the injuries piled up, they fell downhill from there. And we just got word that the Lakers just fired Marco Nunez as their head athletic trainer. Yeah, uh, the beginning of the season, it was – it was exciting. I mean, I thought I really thought that this was it. This was going to be the year that the Lakers were going to be back in the playoffs. That uh, midway through the first, be- like just kind of the beginning of the season, they were a four seed in the West, and and they were on a roll and they looked good. They they were kind of meeting expectations, and I was excited. And then LeBron got injured, and Lonzo got injured, and the, and the injuries really killed them and turned that turned last this season into just an absolute horrible one, and. It was just one of the most disappointing for me as a Lakers fan so far uh, that I've really ever experienced with them because of the high expectations. And I think that the high expectations going into the season is actually what really hurt the Lakers almost the most. I mean, they kind of looked like they felt entitled at times. And and it was like it was almost as if they had the attitude, well, we've got LeBron James, so we're going to be cruising to the championship or we'll be cruising to the Western Conference Finals. And that that clearly wasn't the case. And it's time to also pressure the Lakers management. They're, they're definitely to blame here. And, and it's, I mean, Jerry Buss, God rest his soul, was one of the best owners in sports history. But Jerry Buss passed away in 2013. And that was the last time the Lakers made the playoffs. And I don't think that's a coincidence. The, the Lakers need their management to do something here. Six years is six years too long to be out of the playoffs for the purple and gold. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean – I'm disgusted right now about the Lakers missing the playoffs the day after the season. And yesterday when the Lakers played the Blazers, like the effort yesterday that they wanted to end the season out on a good note, but 
kudos to Mo Harkless for making that uh, game-winning three. And now Portland has home court advantage in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Yeah, and I think that was just a matter of Portland. They're, they're playing for everything. They're playing for, they're playing for the home court advantage, and the Lakers are playing for nothing. Yeah, absolutely. So now that being said here, uh, we don't know if we have a coaching change or not for the Lakers, but Luke Walton is expected to participate. Something like that. But yeah, that sounds about right. I wouldn't be surprised if Luke Walton gets fired, but I'm thinking now <laughs> that Magic stepped down and now Rob remaining the GM, it convinces me that I think the Lakers will keep Luke Walton for one another. Well, this season. is definitely a good sign for Luke Walton. I mean, he he was there was a lot of reports saying that he, him and the entire coaching staff were planned to be fired hours after last night's game, and and that hasn't happened yet. And maybe that's because of the mix up of what's going on in the front office right now. But Magic Johnson, he, he wanted to fire Luke Walton, and Jeannie Buss was going to let him. So uh, I think that his leash is still short here. And I still don't expect to see him next season, but this definitely opens the door to opportunity to the opportunity of having him again next season. Absolutely here. So now that being said, let's do our 2019 NBA playoff preview. But here's the thing about the NBA playoff preview. Miami's already eliminated from the playoffs. I, I was shocked to see that because I, my lifelong, one of my lifelong favorite players in the NBA, Dwayne Wade, I wanted to see him in the playoffs one last time, but tonight, but now, um, but now the Heat are going to miss the playoffs, and then Dwayne Wade's going to play his final NBA game ever tonight when they play the Brooklyn Nets. So let's start off first with the West West uh, West playoffs because we don't have the bracket yet, but let's go with our matchups here. So first off, let's go Warriors Clippers. I say Warriors win that in the sweep. Yeah, I think that I think that the Warriors are going to end up sweeping that pretty easily. They're the better team by far, and uh, I don't think that they, that the that anyone stands a chance against them early in the playoffs. And then um, for the two and seven seed for the Nuggets Spurs, I'm actually going to go on a limb here and go with a playoff upset here. I think the Spurs beat the Nuggets in six. Oh, uh, for me, I think that Denver I, they're a talented team, and they've got it. They've got a really good group of guys that fit well together so I think that I think Denver is actually going to beat the Spurs in six uh the difference is opinion there now let's go to the Rockets Thunder game for the first round of the playoffs and I actually have Houston beating OKC in seven I have the exact same thing that game is going to be quite that that season that series is going to be quite the toss-up it's going to be a lot of fun to watch a lot of big time stars in that series and uh, a little disappointing to see OKC fall to the sixth seed, too, this year. I really thought that they'd be better somewhere in the top four. But um, we're, we'll, we'll see how they could play against Houston. But I do expect them to force a game seven against Houston when they play. And I expect it to be a good one. Absolutely. And now let's talk about four or five in the West, Portland and Utah. I say Portland wins that in seven. And they finally get out of the first round of the playoffs and they advance to the second round. And that will save Terry Stotts' job for sure. I completely agree. I think that this is going to be finally the year at Portland and Damian Lillard could finally escape the first round. They've got a great, talented team. They're going up against a talented Utah team, but I think that they can handle them. And um, I think that they'll end up winning that series in six. All right. Now let's go to the uh, Eastern Conference first round playoffs. So, Milwaukee and Detroit. I think Detroit will win. I think they're going get, to get in the playoffs over the Hornets. 
And I think the Bucks will beat the Pistons in four games. I think the Bucks are going to sweep them as well. And the the key for the Bucks in these playoffs is going to be that they need to get Brogdon back. And, and there's a chance that they will. I don't think it'll be the first round of the playoffs. But they're going to need him for the second round, especially if they end up having to play a team like Boston. So I, I expect them to do pretty well this, this offseason. I do expect them to sweep Detroit. All right. And then – I predict two sweeps in the Eastern Conference first-round playoffs. So, the Raptors played the Magic. So, I have the Raptors sweeping the Magic as well. I also have the Magic sweep, or the Raptors sweeping the Magic. Uh, the, the Mag- I said Raptors sweeping the Magic. Yes, the Raptors sweeping the Magic. I, I believe that the Raptors got a lot of talent, and they could easily be a team that's in the Eastern Conference Finals. And quite frankly, they're my pick to make the to make this championship in the East. But that that's for another story. But – I, I think that they're a lot more talented than Orlando and, and Orlando. They, they did a great job as a franchise making the playoffs this season, but I think it'll be short lived when they face Kawhi Leonard and, and the Raptors. And now to uh, Nets. I in five. Yeah, I think that the 76ers are going to win this one in five. I, I, we're right on, we're right on pace here in the East. Um, the 76ers are a great team and, and, Brooklyn Nets have a lot of emerging young talent, but I think that they're just too young to succeed right now in the playoffs. So for now, I've got the Philadelphia 76ers beating them in in five. And then let's go to the Celtics Pacers. I say the Pacers beat the Celtics in six. I think that the Celtics and the Pacers are going to be actually a surprisingly good, uh, good first round series there. And I think that the Celtics will win this series and I think it will be in in five or six, and I really wish that the Pacers had Victor Oladipo. That would have been a lot of fun to see him in the playoffs playing against this Boston team because that would really tighten up and make this series more competitive. But for now, I think that the Celtics could win this one pretty easily or have to play a game six, but I think that they'll, they'll end up winning this one. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, I think I want to see the Pacers win in six. I just don't want to see the Celtics get, advance. Yeah, Unless I if it's the Lakers and the Celtics in the top seeds, then I would want a Lakers-Celtics final showdown. Yeah, and I think we'll, I think we'll see that soon in a few years. But um, right now, the Lakers got to figure out their own, their own problems for now. But, but the Celtics are talented, and they got to learn to work together a little bit better here. And they got to get that team chemistry going to make a deep run into the playoffs here. All right. So now let's go to the Western Conference semifinal round. So – Let's start with the Warriors playing the Blazers. That's going to be a sweep right there. And then the Rockets played the Spurs. And I think the Rockets will beat the Spurs in seven. Well, I got the Warriors winning in the second round as well. And then, as I said, I think that Denver is going to beat the Spurs. So I have uh, the Rockets actually beating Denver in, in, in five. And then let's go to the East semifinal. I have the Bucks playing the Pacers. I think, I think Milwaukee will win that in six. And I think when the Raptors play the Sixers, Raptors win that in seven. I think that the Raptors will beat the Sixers in seven. I agree with you there. I do not think that the Pacers will beat Boston that first round. So I think it'll be Bucks Boston in the, in the second round. And I think that the I think that the Bucks come out on top there in, in in game seven. That'll definitely go to seven games. It'll be a toss up in that seventh game. But I think that the Bucks have a whole lot of talent. They've got the MVP candidate in Giannis Antetokounmpo. And that's going to be the story in that series. Absolutely. So now let's go to the uh, West final, Western Conference final. So I have the Warriors playing the Rockets again. But this time, how, how I thought about it was 
I know I, I won't bet against Golden State and with their with their uh, superstar powered lineup. But at the same time, I'm actually ch- changing it up here on my NBA Finals prediction because I just think I think it's time for a change in the NBA Finals, and I say the Houston Rockets beat the Golden State Warriors in six. And then in the East Finals, I have the Milwaukee Bucks beating the Toronto Raptors in seven. Well, for the Warriors, for the Warriors Rockets game, I. I think I speak for all of all of NBA fans besides Golden State Warrior fans that we, we don't want to see the Warriors in the finals again but I, I think that we won't get our wish this year I think that they'll win I think that they'll win it in six or seven and that's just strictly because I think that the loss of Trevor Rees is very underrated for the Rockets they lost in this season and because of that they're gonna lose some defense where they're gonna they're gonna be lacking a little bit on defense there and and they got to get these guys to stay healthy, but their bench depth could really hurt them. So I think that the Warriors will end up winning that one. I think that they'll go on to actually play the Raptors. And then, and then, Rockets playing the Bucks in the NBA Finals. And then my pick to win the N- and my pick to be the NBA champions this year is the Houston Rockets beating the Milwaukee Bucks in seven. For me, we I got a little bit different. As I said, I got the Warriors and the Raptors in the championship, and I think that the Warriors will win that game in seven. Will win that series in seven. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I don't think they'll be. You think you think it's going to be a Warriors Bucks showdown, but don't rule out the possibility of a Warriors Bucks NBA final showdown. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't rule that out at all, but. I think that the Raptors are, are a little bit more – I think their veteran presence in the East is going gonna, is gonna to be what could push them, and I think Kawhi Leonard is the leader that they need. They're, they're looking a lot better with Kawhi Leonard. He's a, it's a better duo with him and Kyle Lowry rather than DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. I think that he's a leader that this team needs in the playoffs, that veteran presence who's won a championship before, and he, he, he could push these players. So if, if Kawhi could speak up and lead this team, they, they, could, do, they could be very dangerous here in the playoffs. Absolutely. So now let's recap the men's final four and the men's national title game. Great final four. Virginia got away with that double dribble call, but surprisingly I was shocked that Michigan State got knocked out. And congratulations to the University of Virginia basketball team coach Bennett, RJ Hunter. Those that basketball program is on to something. Yeah, they're they're it's it's quite the story from them. They 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 lose they're the first one seed to lose to a sixteen seed last season. They bounced back this season, and now they're at the top. Of, they're at the pinnacle of college basketball. They've won the championship, but I think that the story of the men's final four was obviously the the elephant in the room. Did Auburn get robbed? And and to me, the the answer is no. I mean, human error is part of the game. It, it was a, it was a clear foul in the game winning shot, and like Charles Barkley said, you can't put yourself in a situation like that. I mean, the guy wasn't even really going to block the shot. He was just kind of contesting it, making it a little more difficult. So I think it was a huge mistake there. And, and yes, the double dribble should have been called, but so should the play before that where, where Brown traveled by moving his pivot foot. So, I mean, errors happen in sports, and it happens all the time. And, it, and it's also why I, even as, a, even as a Saints fan, I can't say that they lost the conference final strictly because of that call last year. I mean, yes, if that call was made, they would have won, but – there's always calls in sports missed. I mean, there was calls on the Saints that game that were missed. There were calls on the Rams that game that were missed. And, and same goes, same situation here in college basketball. There was calls on Virginia that were missed, and there was calls on Auburn that were missed. And so I don't think that Auburn got robbed. I think that this was just a great, great game played by um, 
by Virginia, and they were just too much for him in the end. Absolutely. So now, uh, with that being said, um, let's for our final NBA thoughts of the day, let's run through our NBA Wednesday picks. So let's start. Let's start with um, let's. So now, so everybody, let's start with let's start with our picks, and let's start with the first game of the day, of the final day of the NBA regular season. The Pacers playing the Hawks. I have the Pacers winning this game. The the Nets. Nets and Heat. I have Miami Heat winning because of winning its final regular season game in the Miami Heat uniform, and then the Orlando the Orlando Magic beating the Charlotte Hornets, the Detroit Pistons beating the New York Knicks, the Sixers beating the Bulls, the the Warriors beating the Grizzlies, the Thunder, the 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 Bucks beating the Thunder, the Spurs. The Mavs beating the Spurs just because it's Dirk's final NBA game. And then the T-Wolves, the Nuggets beating the T-Wolves. And then the Jazz beating the Clippers. And then the King. And then the Blazers beat the Kings. All right, well, for me, I, I'm going to start off with my two emotional picks of the night. They're the obvious ones and the same ones you had there. Uh, I've got the Heat over the Nets. The Nets are playing for a lot, though. They're playing for that. They're playing to keep, the, keep a hold of their sixth spot in the East. So they've got a lot. That's going to be a pretty good game because the Heat are desperate to win and for uh, Dwayne Wade's last game, and I hope that they do. But I'm going to go with my emotional pick there, and I'm going to pick the Heat. And then I'm also going to pick the Mavs just because of the same reason you said. I'd like to see them win with Dirk Nowitzki in his last game with the franchise. Then I'll go to the Pacers and the Hawks. I think that the, the I think that the Pacers are going to win this game too. I think that the Hawks are just kind of playing for a better draft pick now. Uh, I think that the Magic will beat the Hornets. I think that. The Pistons will beat the Knicks tonight as they continue to hold on to that final spot in the East. I think that the 76ers will beat the Bulls. I think that the Warriors will beat the Grizzlies. I think that the Thunder will actually beat the Bucks tonight. I think that the Nuggets will beat the Timberwolves. The Jazz will beat the Clippers. And the Trailblazers will beat the Kings tonight. Absolutely. And then my final like, your thoughts are, uh, I mean – Sucks to see them miss the playoffs for six years in a row, but something has to change. Something's definitely got to give over in that franchise. They've got a lot of work to do. This is going to be a do-or-die offseason, and it just got a lot harder. Absolutely. With that being said, when we come back, we'll talk about some NFL stuff next, and we got some breaking news to report when we come back on the NFL show.